having a job is a form of financial peace, but it's one source of income. It's just, that's it. And if you lose that job, what do you do next? You scramble to find another one. But if you can find multiple sources of income, side hustles, dividend payments, real estate, businesses, whatever you can figure out to get more types of income that can cash flow your lifestyle to the point where each of these things could cash flow major parts of your life if they had to and you lost your job, it wouldn't be the end of the world. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Wealthy Idiot Show. Usually I don't do reacts, especially to the same people back to back, but I was scrolling through YouTube and I found this video and I had to comment on it because everybody involved in this video is wrong and I think we need to discuss it. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? So we're gonna do a little bit of a reactception to this video called Ramsey Show Reacts to Zero Down Real Estate Investing Advice. Let's get into it. Well, Ken hasn't I've seen not this seen video. the video, folks. Full disclosure, I'm seeing it the same time you are. Well, uh, let's see what the internet is is stirring up today. When it comes to real estate investing and why this is the best asset class, this is about as simple as I can make it. We're doing a light rehab and my flooring guy asked me, he said, Jason, why are you all in on real estate? Why are you not investing in stocks and Bitcoin? I said, that's a great question, Mike. Do you have a 401k? I asked him. He said, yes, I have $200,000 in my 401k. I said, great job. That's better than most. Scenario number one, your dad gets sick. You have to take him to a nursing home. They're charging $7,000 a month to keep him there. With your $200,000 in your 401k, how long can you keep him there? He thought about it for a moment 28 and a half months that's not a long time for being in a nursing home scenario number two your dad gets sick you still got to take him to the nursing home and they're still charging seven thousand dollars a month but instead of having two hundred thousand dollars in a 401k account you took that 200 grand and bought 10 cash flowing assets that produce ten thousand dollars a month how long can you keep him there he thought about it and said forever and that's the power of real estate so real quick couple of things 401k was irrelevant to the entire scenario. I like he could be invested in a 401k account. He could have it in a Roth IRA account. He could have it in a normal brokerage account. I don't exactly know why he picked 401k specifically. And so that kind of makes me think that this guy doesn't actually understand what a 401k is. So in case this guy's watching a 401k is just an investment vehicle that does two primary things. One is your employer can match your contributions, which means that you get more invested than you would if you were investing by yourself. My employer matches up to 6% of my contributions. So let's say 6% is just $6,000 to make it even. They'll put in another $6,000 and I've instantly doubled my investment like that. The second thing it does is it's in retirement or it's a tax deferred account, which means I don't pay taxes until I start pulling money out of it. That's it. So it's just an account. What I do with the money in that account is entirely different story. The second thing I think he gets wrong here is that he sits down and he says if $200,000 is in a 401k and we were to figure out how long could we spend $7,000 a month until it's gone, he's also only including the cash that's in that account, which makes me think that he doesn't really understand what a 401k is. If you put both of these two together, 
right? He's saying 401k is the account that you're pulling your money out from, which it could have been a savings, checking, doesn't matter. And then he's saying it only lasts for as long as you have cash in that account, which also makes me believe he doesn't understand that you can invest that money and get appreciation from it. So he doesn't really understand what a 401k is. He may really understand what real estate is. And I do understand what he's saying when he says, you know, you put your money into a bunch of assets and those assets cash flow, you will always have that cash flow. All right, well, if you put your money into a bunch of investments that appreciate, you will always have that appreciation. And then the risk, you know, it kind of varies on both. Like the economy could drop and rental income might not be as high, or the economy could drop and your investment appreciation might not be as high. Kind of comparing two things that don't work here. The next thing I noticed from watching this video or that short TikTok clip was that he didn't say anything about zero down real estate investing. He said, if you took that 200K and you invested it into real estate, but if you remember the title of the Ramsey video, it said zero down real estate investing. So I think that the Dave Ramsey team already messed this up. The last thing I want to point out, I know that there's a bunch of stuff here. The last thing I want to point out, and I'm sorry for all of the things that I'm pointing out, even before we get to the Ramsey part, is that if the 401k has employer matching, if and the, the value of the 401k is at $200,000 currently, that means that the person only put in $100,000 right? So and on the real estate part, this guy is correct. And on the 401k part, he's missing it completely. So you could get a lot more out of this 401k than he thinks that you can. But he's also right on the real estate part. So this tells me that he figured out the real estate part. He hasn't figured out anything else. And he's okay with that. And Ramsey's going to pick that up. These are the, the Ramsey team is going to pick that apart a little bit. So let's watch a little bit more and see how they respond. All right. Well, that was a fast-moving, hard-charging real estate guru right there, Ken. Yeah, and this is the problem with the TikTok world we're in. YouTube, I love it. We're on all the things, okay? But it's like, if I'm going to take something and that complex, that serious, and I'm going to reduce it to a bunch of jump cuts in a video and go, when it's done, like I've just taken care of your debt. Come on. This is, this is clickbait stuff. Oh, this absolutely. is this is cotton candy. What got me and is sadly the, a lot of people. I wouldn't say he's reducing the entire thing to a clickbait thing. I think he's just saying real estate's a good idea, and here's why. That's kind of like these guys do the same thing. They're like, you know, hey, the snowball method is a good idea, and here's why, and they reduce it down to these little clips or answers for people. And then if you go buy their materials or their books, they have more, you know, descriptions of how all this stuff works. I mean, that guy could do the same thing. Like he might be trying to get you to click into it to get to his YouTube channel so he can explain real estate investing more. And this is just a quick hitter. Like real estate investing is better than a 401k, which I don't entirely agree with, but it's just a quick ad. I don't think that it's trying to sell you on real estate investing and explain the whole process in this little like 30 second clip. Like, oh yeah, you're right. I got to dump my 401k and go buy a property right now. This is essentially what he just said. This guy probably has a whole lot more knowledge and experience. I don't want to bang on this guy because you say anything in this world, now this is going to go out there. And then the, you know, I, we, we said something one time about somebody who gave silly advice and, and the lady wanted to debate me online. I, I got news for you. I don't care what you think. 
I'll link to it here, but we actually commented on that same video. And getting a debate between someone who understands the burr process, that's the process of buying, rehabbing, refine or renting and refinancing uh, real estate is and we even pointed out here you could do that in a lot of different ways you know there's people who do it very intensely they do it rapidly and there's people like me who do it really slowly and take their time and is conservative about it but i would be really interested to see a debate between her and these guys that would be a lot of fun and i'd be happy to get on and debate these guys about it as well that would be a lot of fun but he's saying i don't really care what you have to think and, th and this is one of my major complaints and i point this out often they're not willing to stretch their brain out to different things they they have their way they're going to stick with their way and you know, it may be the cookie cutter method that works for most people. If you have consumer debt on your credit card, watch these guys. I watch them. Um, they're probably the answer for you. But if you don't and you're at the next stage in your life now where you pay off your credit card every month or you don't have one at all and you're investing money and you're trying to figure out how to be the most effective you can at investing, don't call these guys. They don't know the answer. That's where we fit in. You know, these you know, fake internet gurus. We're not charging you any money here at The Wealthy Idiots. We're here to explain to you what finances look like after the other side of Dave Ramsey. This segment involves what I think. And what I think is this is clickbait. It is surface advice that can get people really hurt. George, you know this. Why? Well, what happens when you take that advice and you don't know what you're doing? So this whole fast talking thing is to get you to do basically nothing down real estate. It's Put like down this. as little <gasps> as possible. <gasps> Cash he, he literally said put $200,000 into real estate. So what George is doing here is he's taking like the riskiest version of what this guy's doing. And then he's going to knock the riskiest version as being too risky. But that's not what the guy said. So like I said at the beginning of this video, both these sides are wrong here. Dave Ramsey team is right on the 401k. This guy is right on real estate. And I'm going to tell you at the end what the correct answer is for all of it. So stick around. Flowing assets. What? Huh? That's the hot ticket item right there ken if you hear that online run those guys have an online course to sell you i promise you he I does don't, i don't cash flowing assets that's what it's all about don't invest in your 401k you got to get nothing down real estate because then your tenants will just pay your mortgage and you'll be a millionaire in no time yeah no brainer you can't jump cut your way to financial success Ooh. that's what that was tweet that there you go <clears throat> whoever's on twitter who's that? whoever's left over there well here's the deal ken First yeah, I of thought all, that was pretty good. Too. He totally faked the scenario where the flooring guy is going, hey, why, why oh, aren't you investing in completely, Bitcoin? Completely, yeah, the so flooring guy. That never happened. Second of all, this no. weird thing about what if your dad's in the nursing home and you got to pay for the nursing home? The, the scenario he's going to here is that if you invest money into a vehicle that is appreciating, or I think in his head he actually thinks 401ks are just cash sitting there, which they're not. But if you actually invest your money into some vehicle that's appreciating over time, you're not getting physical cash in your pocket. You can sell some of that to pay for things, but then you kind of lose out on some of the appreciation. And, you know, that's not the best route, especially if you're trying to go long term. You don't want to sell anything for 401ks. There's a penalty if you take stuff out too early. So we want to avoid that if we can at all costs. And what he's saying here is that. Uh, real estate cash flows, meaning that, you know, you buy the real estate, the real estate will increase in value over time, an average of 4% over the, uh, per year over the whole nation. That's the average. And then you also get cash in your pocket, 
right? Because if you do it right, you buy the real estate, the person will pay you rent higher than what the mortgage is, and you'll get some cash in your pocket. And if you're good at it, like it seems like he is good at it, and it takes time, you have to put effort in, you have to think about it, you have to be smart. Um, you can get to the point where you are getting cash every month. And then for the rest of your life, you're just kind of growing the amount of cash that you get every month. And so if you get into a situation where you have to pay something that's $7,000 a month, you have the cash to pay that into perpetuity. That's what he's saying. And I agree with him on that. That's a good point. I disagree with him on the 401k part. We'll get there. But, um, the, the point about getting cash flow to kind of cash flow parts of your life forever is a good idea. And there is security behind that. If you recall, I said financial peace isn't gained by not having debt. Financial peace is gained by making sure that you're always capable of funding your lifestyle until the end of your life. That's financial peace. And having a job is a form of financial peace, but it's one source of income. It's just, that's it. And if you lose that job, what do you do next? You scramble to find another one. But if you can find multiple sources of income, side hustles, dividend payments, real estate, businesses, whatever you can figure out to get more types of income that can cash flow your lifestyle to the point where each of these things could cash flow major parts of your life if they had to and you lost your job, it wouldn't be the end of the world. We don't know. Dad may have a bunch of retirement. Why is this on you? Don't no. set your kids up in that way to where they've got to tank their 401k. Well, and that's the other too. point I have is that your 401k creates cash. It's invested and with an average you know, return, way, 8, 10, 12%, it makes money. And you can get as close to a guarantee with that. You can't guarantee that you're going to be able to buy 10 houses and they turn into all this that you're talking about because you're talking about spinning off rent money. Oh, and the renters just magically pay perfectly every month yeah. and don't damage the place and the HVAC and the roof and everything. Trying to claim there's no risk in a 401k is kind of crazy. It, it's volatile. It goes up and down. It depends on what you invested in. And if you invested in the S&P 500, which has been historically pretty safe, you lost money this last year because we all did, right? So saying that that's fairly guaranteed, you should steer like that language. You should always steer away from over the long term. It will do well. If you're smart with real estate over the long term, it will do well, right? Both are true. Both can be true. Just stays perfectly fine. Yeah. And so let's, what do you think the average, you know what? Let's have some fun with this, George. This strategy, which by the way, the only thing missing on the end of that video was, hey, buy my product so you can buy your dad a castle on the beach with a hot nurse. I mean, that literally was the last thing needed to We pay may that have cut off. him off early. He may have gone yeah, into that. Yeah, might have got into that. Uh, what do you think? average person running that strategy what do you think they're making on rent well you gotta imagine they've got 500 they, bucks they've got very little equity in yeah. the property yeah they've got the mortgage to pay right. plus maintenance plus hoa plus right. expenses plus their insurance and after that their net profit is very well, slim okay, but let's just pick a number to to because what i don't want to do is critique this and see here's the problem right we're making stuff up we don't actually know anything about so you get your mortgage, yeah, you have maintenance, you calculate all that in, and then when you look at rents and how much you can put people in there, what you're looking for is enough of a buffer in order to ensure that if the market drops, you're still cash flowing. That's the goal. And we're looking at it in terms of market drops like 2008, because we don't want to replicate that problem again. Nobody said anything about putting a little bit down. The guy didn't even say that. 
right? He said, if you had 200 grand and you bought 10 properties that all cash flowed with that 200 grand. So he's saying, put money down. I put at least 25% down on my properties. And then I make sure that we're cash flowing well above what it is that we're paying so that we're totally in the clear. And then, and this is the part that these guys haven't figured out yet. The principal payment doesn't count against you. It, it counts as being even. If you put cash in to pay your loan down, all you're doing is you're trading cash for more ownership of the house, right? So even past your cash flow, you still have buffer in terms of principal payment where you're still making money as a result. So, you know, it's, yeah, they're, you know, he's saying that the, the profits are slim, but that really depends on the property. It really depends on the data. We don't know the answer to that question. Not help you see the other side of it. So let's say they're making between George, you're the math guy. Most people are making 500 to 800 bucks. You're clearing that. You think they're clearing that? That's First my time guess. Out. From callers that call in who have investment property with mortgages on it, they say, well, we're, we're making about 10 grand on it. Would you say, so the net would be between five and 800 bucks? That's fair. All right. So times 12 months. Yeah. So you're talking six grand, eight grand. Versus, Ten grand versus investing money in a 401k over the same amount of time. Well, you got 200 bucks in a 401k and you get a return of 10% on that 200k. That's 20 grand that year that you didn't have to do anything, by the way. You, you didn't, didn't have, to, show have up. to mop the floor, talk to a tenant who's got more cats than they. Look at that comparison right there, right? We're going to assume that there's 200 grand invested. And we're also going to assume that if someone does real estate, they put 200 grand in and they're only cash flowing 500 bucks on that one piece of real estate. None of these numbers make any sense whatsoever. Plus they're not counting the appreciation on the property. Plus they're not counting, counting the principal pay down on that. We sat down and did the numbers on an Airbnb property that I'm looking at. And we figured out that our return is going to be somewhere between 15 and 21% in the first year, right? It could be higher, but we're, we're being really conservative with the numbers. We're assuming there will be a lot of maintenance. We don't know, right? So we're being pretty conservative with that data and we're going to pull in 15 to 21%. And yeah, it takes a little bit more energy out of ourselves, a little more time than if we were to just stick it into an investment somewhere. But if we were to just stick it into an investment somewhere, we'd get like 10%, which isn't bad, right? But these guys don't know that. They don't know the numbers and they're not willing to have a conversation about it. Even said at the beginning, this is my segment where I get to make up data to try and convince people to buy my course. Oh, I wasn't going to say that part. Do sense. I mean, you don't have to do that. I mean, this is real numbers. Absolutely. And here's the thing. We love real estate around here. Dave's got a lot of it. Oh, but yeah. he paid cash for it, which changes the way you view it. And the return on that investment is astronomical compared to you trying to keep up and pay the mortgage and net profit on that thing. And I mean, it's not even a little bit close. Like if you sat down and worked out the numbers of paying cash and then your ROI as a result of that is not, it, it, it won't even make 10% ROI. Whereas if you leverage, you can make between 15 and 21. So I'm not saying that that's not, that's, I mean, people can do that. I think it's a good idea. You can cash flow with that. And it's safer and more conservative, but I think that the smartest answer is probably somewhere in between totally dumb risky and, you know, completely conservative at all costs. Like we can be conservative and be smart. So you want to talk about cash flowing assets, pay cash for that investment property and add up what that amounts to. A but year. See, that's not in the video. The video doesn't no, explain how it's long it takes for all that rental income to equal the, the amount of money that he's promising. Absolutely. And the risk involved. So here's the deal. The more boring it sounds, the more I'm excited about it because I feel like, oh, I could do that. 
When it comes to handling, you know, 10 pieces of real estate with nothing down, that's a lot of anxiety in my life while trying to work a full-time job. Here's a no, no one said nothing down. Just making stuff up again. And I get that he's not willing to put in the effort, so he's not willing to get more of a return, which is fine. He can be one of those people getting 9 to 10%, you know. We're also doing that. You could do both. But I'm also willing to put in some effort for some real estate to get higher returns. And he doesn't have to do that. I'll do it. It's fine. Old, old, old saying. And I don't know who said it, George. If it looks or sounds too good to be true, it, it is. probably is. Mm. And that's the clickbaity stuff that we got to be careful about. How in the world can someone give you this unbelievable sound financial advice in a one-minute TikTok or whatever it ends up being? I just got to oh, yeah. tell you, folks, it's cotton candy. Well, our advice, hey, once you're out of debt and have an emergency fund, invest 15% into your 401k. Sounds boring. And guess what? It's the number one investment vehicle to becoming a millionaire based on the 10,000 that we studied. Do with that information what you will. And by the way, you can have a great 401k and invest in real estate with cash. And a nice cardigan. And a great cardigan to match. There you go. All right. That's the end of the video. So here's the answer. The 401k is a great investment vehicle up to the match. I would not take that away from myself at any point. If you put in $1,000 and your employer matches, it duplicates your money to $2,000 instantly. No work. You don't have to invest it to produce that. You get 100% returns. There is nothing else in the market that will produce that for you. You're instantly increasing your salary from your job by doing that. Get your money into the at least up to the employer match in your 401k. Don't Stop doing that. The second thing is make sure that your 401k is actually invested into something. Unlike the guy at the beginning of the video, we here at The Wealthy Idiots understand that 401ks are accounts and the accounts need to be invested into something. So if it's just sitting in cash, you're losing money with inflation. So put it into something, pick something, you know, with good long-term returns like a S&P 500 index fund or mutual fund. That's the way to go. That's what I would do. Not financial, not official financial advice, but that's what I would do to make sure that my immediate 100% gain by my employer is growing consistently over time. And we'll make quite a bit of money for retirement off of that. And then after that, you're going to have some cash to invest into some stuff. It's okay to buy real estate and real estate will make returns done smartly way higher than anything else that you'll do. Right? So unlike the Dave Ramsey crowd, so now, you know, both sides are now wrong and right at the same time, we can identify that real estate produces incredible returns. And by leveraging, we can get more properties and produce even more incredible returns. So the real quick, just you know, math without anything else, if we were to put 25% down on a property and that whole property increases in value 4% every single year, if we put 100% down, we're going to get a 4% gain. If we put 25% down, that 4% gain is on the total value of that property, right? So let's do some quick math. A $100,000 property, if it appreciates at 4%, will gain $4,000 worth of appreciation in year one. If you put $100,000 into that property, it grew 4%. And that's just assuming everything else is a wash, right? But if you put 25% into that property, only $25,000, just the appreciation alone is a 16% return. 
because your $25,000, again, assuming everything else is a wash, will grow at the rate of, because you get all the appreciate, the bank gets no appreciation, right? So as, as the property grows in value, you get all of that. And on average, 4% a year is going to produce a 16% return if you leverage the property, right? The S&P 500 won't do that. And then we can cash flow. And then we're also considering principal pay down. And if you start to add all those things up, you get to the point where your, your return is somewhere between 16 and like 21 to 25%, depending on how well you can pull this property off and get it rented out. So Dave Ramsey crowd, they don't, it's, it's not that they don't know this. It's that I think that they're scared that if they tell people that this is possible, they'll go out and do it and they'll screw themselves up. And I think that that's also true. If you're going to do this, you got to sit down, figure this stuff out. Maybe watch some wealthy idiots videos on the flip side. The guy at the beginning was absolutely wrong about 401ks. 401ks are a great investment vehicle. We think you can do both. You're going to have to really learn, do the numbers, and both are possible and you can grow your wealth at significant rates. So thanks for stopping by. I've been teasing for a while that an announcement is coming and it still is. So you're gonna wanna subscribe uh, because you're not gonna wanna miss it. This announcement is about you, has nothing to do with us. So I want you guys to uh, not miss this opportunity and the announcement's coming soon. It will cost you nothing. So you're gonna wanna like and subscribe. We'll tell you what it is and make sure to hit wealthyidiots.com. Some good calculators, tips, news on there and I'll see you guys next time. Oh,